0: Hello and welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast with me Gail and my amazing guest. I finally quit drinking for good in March of 2018 and one of the things that helped me was connecting with people on the same journey as me, hearing their stories and finding inspiration. No matter where you are on your journey to sobriety, I hope you enjoy listening to these stories and hope they bring you inspiration, joy, and light, so you can find your own Sober Bliss. Hi everyone, and welcome to another podcast with me, Gail, from Sober Bliss. And today I'm joined by a really inspiring guest. Um, Her name is Michelle Horgan, and she is a leadership and team development coach Um, and you run your own business don't you Michelle Captivate Coaching and Consulting Um, and you're also a mum to twins. I am so
1: very busy (laughs) six-year-old twins. (laughs) Yeah
0: and you're alcohol free which is obviously why we've got you on here to talk to our lovely listeners today so thank you so much for finding the time and, and joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks,
1: go Thanks for the intro. Yeah, I'm happy, very happy to be here and talk to you about my journey to, to um, sobriety. So.
0: Yes, please. Um, so, yeah, well, let's jump in straight away with that. So you're alcohol-free now for
1: how long, more or less, Michelle? Uh, Since June last year. So, I, I mean, I'm not really counting. So I, I decided originally to stop for six months and then Mm -hmm. I'm just not really looked back so I was going to give I was going to start drinking again at Christmas um 2021 and then I didn't obviously so yeah yeah here we are now some sort of nine ten months later um and still going strong and still loving it really so oh wow yeah
0: that's Very amazing, kind of. and it's so interesting how you said, "Yeah, I'm going to drink again after six months," but then yeah. it was so good that you didn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I um, I st- I started off. It was a bit of an energy experiment for me, really. I think because, um, you know, running my own business, um, having two young kids, and mm. having a busy life generally, I found that, you know, after a heavy weekend I suppose um so and I'd call a weekend starting from sort of Thursday mm-hmm. through to Sunday drinking um I'd still be really tired on Tuesday maybe even Wednesday um, yeah. when I was you know and, and when you're running your own business you, you just can't really function like that so it started yeah. as a bit of an energy experiment and I first of all I stopped drinking caffeine because I wanted to see what that did to my energy levels but I was still finding myself really tired and I think I just knew deep down that it was alcohol really that was the Mm. the key thing because it affects your sleep so much yeah Um, and so I decided to have a break um, and I called it a break from alcohol as I say I did have an intention to go back to drinking but Mm. I've just it's just been such a positive experience that I I haven't gone back and uh, you know I now say I'm a non-drinker, so it's sort of become part of my identity, yeah. and I think that's been really helpful for me. So mm. um so yeah so it's gone it's gone on a lot a lot longer than I expected and it's definitely had the desired impact in terms of my energy levels. So it's it's vastly different in terms of my sleep and everything mm. else that that's been positively impacted by stopping drinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, can you just give us a little bit of background into your like life before you stopped drinking? Because you said you yeah, had like a Thursday to Sunday weekend, social activities, busy life. Um, so yeah. what does that look like?
1: Yeah, so I, um, I mean, culturally and societally, I think um, we've got a big issue with drinking generally. And I was definitely in those circles. So terms of my background um I played rugby for a a long period of time so I was in that kind of rugby culture
0: which Mm. is quite
1: a drinking culture even though I played at a high level so I was international and premiership level rugby for -hmm. for a number of years and um you know even playing elite sport at that level it was still there was still you know drinking because it was in that kind of environment and yeah uh, it, equally I was working in the city of London so there's that city culture of drinking so we'd go out after work have a few beers um mm. you know my friendship group we all would socialize with alcohol I've grown up around you know family everyone would would have a drink um not to any sort of you know significant um extent but it was still always there so it's it yeah. was just kind of part of my lifestyle and part of the way that I've always socialized and always thought that I need a drink to Mm. have a good time and need a drink to be confident and I need a drink to talk to new people Um, but of course once you're out of the other side of that you realize that you definitely didn't need any of those things Um, and it was all kind of a bit of a fib that you tell yourself that you, and and you realize you don't <laughs> you didn't need that at all actually so mm. yeah I was definitely in a place where I did drink to you know to excess I would drink quite a lot I'm a kind of I am competitive and I'm a, a bit of an all-or-nothing person so if I was drinking I was drinking and, and I was yeah. you know a big drinker and I enjoyed to have a drink um, but um, looking back now as I say, I I've I no regrets that around stopping drinking, it's just been nothing but positive. Mm-hmm. Um every, every element of it really. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of the things I've noticed um what's changed, I'd I, I'd say um, as I said before, my energy levels, so I've got a significantly better level level of energy, I sleep more soundly when you have a drink you think you it sort of sends you off to sleep but it doesn't it just sends you into this kind of comatose kind of level of unconsciousness that yeah not you pass sleep. out <laughs> <clears throat> yeah exactly it's, and it's really um it's not proper sleep and no. then you wake up even more tired the next mm. day so it's kind of a vicious cycle um I'm I'm fine I'm more patient with my kids so two mm-hmm. six-year-olds you know can be quite testing every now and then um (laughs) but I've definitely got a lot more patience with my children and my relationships generally are are better as a result probably of you know better sleep just means generally you're more able to deal with things and you're more resilient and emotionally you know regulate you can regulate yourself more easily without you know, if if you're alcohol free. Mm-hmm. Um my friends and family have all been really supportive, so I haven't had any kind of um negative negativity or anything like that. I still mm-hmm. socialize with the group of friends that I have always socialized with. You know, I can still go out and have a really good time yeah. and I don't need the alcohol because I think you you realise very quickly that it's not the alcohol that was making it a good night out. It was the people that you're with, and it was yeah. the discussions, and it was the food, and it was the you know the everything about going out. It wasn't it wasn't the alcohol that made it mm. special, effectively. So yeah, um, yeah, and I, I with the business, you know, I'm I'm a I think I'm a better coach for it. I'm I get more um, done. I'm more efficient. I'm more focused. I'm more effective. And mm-hmm. um, it's just had a real positive knock on impact. So the thought of going back to alcohol just would sit, just seems crazy to me right now, to to be honest with you. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Really, really does.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, that's so inspiring. Um, and was it difficult at all? Like you said, you have. The same kind of social life you still go out with your friends and family they've all been really supportive um what about you were you nervous or apprehensive or worried about going out and not drinking
1: yeah i was i was at first um and i wasn't sure if it was going to affect me in terms of as i say things like confidence and mm. um generally going out with people who are all drinking I think you get to a certain level, or it, it gets to a certain level in the night where they're at a certain level yeah. in terms of drunkenness, and then it's like, okay, it's my time to go now, which is fine. I'm absolutely fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did feel a bit like, am I going to feel like I'm missing out on something? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I definitely don't feel like that. I, you know, I went out with some friends for a birthday recently, and we were all out clubbing together and had a great night danced all night it just felt like a workout um, <laughs> and got up the next morning with the kids bright and early and got on with my day rather than spending the whole, whole day with a really bad hangover yes. and it being a complete write-off it's all of a sudden I've got all this extra time that I never had before because it would mm. be spent feeling really rough because uh, I actually did get terrible hangovers and you know, mm-hmm. to think that I put my body through that, it's—I'm yeah I'm kind of annoyed with myself that I didn't stop sooner. Really, it's, it's a, yeah, it's it's um, it, what it does to your body. It's obviously you're just putting a poison inside your
0: your yeah. system.
1: So, um, and as an ex, you know, I'm a scientist at heart. So I—that was my first part of my career was in research. And uh, oh wow, as a scientist, I know exactly what it does to your body, but I mm-hmm. still would do would still would would go out drinking and still do that um because as I said I think it was real societal pressures and yeah the culture that I was living in so mm. but yeah I just I just kind of there was no big event or big trauma or anything that happened that made me decide I'm gonna I need to stop it was just kind of a, a, ge- a generic build-up so over time I think because of lockdown and the pandemic, I was finding that I was habitually just drinking more and more. Yeah, um, you know, during the week, and sometimes it would be start on even on a Wednesday, sometimes mm-hmm. even on a Tuesday. If you had a bad day, just a glass or something, and um yeah, it just got into the state state where I was just having too much to drink all the time. And I think a lot of people found that during the pandemic, and yeah, it, one day I just decided I'm gonna I'm gonna do something about this it's not helpful for me mm. this this is not improving my life um and I'm gonna I, you know I, I I looked at it originally as I'm gonna try and give up <coughs> Excuse me. and um I think when you look at it like that it you're you're kind of setting yourself up to fail because you you're telling yourself that you're going to be missing out on something mm-hmm. yeah and, it's that
0: giving up kind of wording
1: it is something up yeah. yeah when it's not actually about that at all it's about discovering no. a new way and a mm. different way to <laughs> excuse me my voice is great. yeah it's about discovering um a new way of living and a different way of living your life essentially so I actually read well I listened to the audio book um by Alan Carr which is uh I think it was, I can't remember what it was called, but it's um his method is all around mindset reframing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I guess as sometimes as a as a coach, I tend to self-coach myself. Yeah. But what I needed for this was real, a real, a different perspective and, and a, a real mindset shift. So something quite different. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, that book, um, and it was it was designed specifically for women to give up alcohol. Oh,
0: um, yeah, I think I've um, I've heard of it. I haven't read it, but is it not uh, the easy way for women the easy way, to stop drinking like... or something like that? Yeah,
1: yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, and for me, that, that really worked because, as I say, it wasn't about giving up something. It was actually about discovering a different way to live mm-hmm. and improving my life. So my life is much better without alcohol. There's yeah. nothing that I can say alcohol gave me in fact it took stuff away yeah so it snapped my energy it gave me anxiety it gave me terrible hangovers it you know did you know terrible things to my body effectively with through you know over the years so mm. it's it really did nothing positive positive. and when you start to realize that when you start to realize that it's taking stuff away from you if you can get out of that kind of crutch and get away from it you realize that your life is you know much more fulfilling and it sounds really cheesy but (laughs) I feel like my life's just beginning again kind of thing it's like a whole new perspective with without alcohol and I don't have any issues in fact I've probably got more confidence now than I Mm. than I thought I had when I was drinking which is you know ironic really because I did think it gave me a boost of confidence when I would have a drink but it's the complete opposite in fact so yeah I think a lot of people find that (laughs) yes
0: absolutely um I think there's a a saying which is sobriety delivers everything that alcohol promises or something Mm, um because we do give alcohol so much credit for so much which it doesn't deserve you know you're talking about going out there and how it's actually not the alcohol that makes for a great evening it is the people it is the food the company the music the conversation but yet we think we can't enjoy all of that if we're not drinking because mm. it's alcohol that makes everything so amazing but yeah it doesn't not at all it's like saying oh I had an amazing night last night because I had my new shoes on or something exactly which just doesn't make any sense at all but we do kind of put it up on that pedestal um which in some ways you know it's perfectly natural because it's the thought of doing all of these things without alcohol simply because that's mm. all we've ever known yeah that's the scary thing um and it's yeah. just so inspiring to see that you know you've just not had that experience of fomo or missing out or anything like that it's been quite the opposite in yeah. fact which is so
1: inspiring it really has mm. yeah well just the fact that i haven't gone back to drinking yes. you know yeah is a testament in itself um and if you you know if you knew me and my lifestyle before you you you, you know people did know that I was a big drinker so I just mm. to, to think that I would and I had tried to give up drinking before um mm. and gone you know a kind of flip-flopped in and out of it but this feels quite different this yeah. does feel before it was kind of a month here to give myself a little break and this was Mm. a very different experience and um, my mindset as I say is very different now so the fact that I describe myself as a non-drinker yeah um, it means that it is as I say part of my identity that's part of who I am now so Mm. it's very different to before saying oh I'm I'm trying to give up or I'm I'm not drinking at the moment with a little kind of caveat attached to it Mm. Um, that's quite different but I think actually it's a it's a brilliant time to not to not drink so I like the taste of alcoholic drinks there's Mm -hmm. so many um you know alcohol-free equivalents right now that you just don't feel like you're missing out at all so Mm -hmm. most places now have alcohol-free gin and tonics or um, beers or you know loads of great range of different types of drinks so actually it's a really good time to be sober, and it's becoming more and more acceptable in terms of the norm. So, people going out and driving and not having a yeah. the drink, they've got another option. They don't have to have a sugary, um, mm-hmm. like fizzy drink as their drink. They can have a grown up, you know, what you'd call an inverted commas a grown up yeah. drink um, in a nice glass and, and be mm-hmm. part of that. And actually, I think that's a key part of it is. is it all comes down to habits and it's and what you think in terms of when when you've had a really bad day or you've had a really stressful afternoon or whatever and you think oh, I'm gonna pour myself a drink and that's gonna make me feel better Mm -hmm. um it's actually not the alcohol that you need it's it's the act it's the kind of ceremony of what I've found is it it's having something that punctuates the end of your working day for example yeah um and the ceremony of pouring yourself something some you know a nice drink in a nice glass doesn't have to be an alcoholic drink no it's kind of, you can still get the same you still get the same effect. so yeah. if I've had a tough day I might decide to treat myself to a non-alcoholic gin and tonic for example mm. and it's that creating you know the ceremony of it so stopping and, and putting work aside sitting down at the end of the day having a nice tall glass with nice ice and really mm. refreshing drink it doesn't have to have alcohol in it it's yeah. very relaxing and refreshing just to sit down and to do that and as I say it's part of the the ceremony of it is pu- punctuating the end of the working day and start of your evening yeah um, so that was quite an interesting reflection for me that, uh, that I've discovered that it's it doesn't have to be alcohol it's, it's still has exactly the same impact.
0: Mm. yeah that's so true because as we were talking before and we'll probably expand on this a little bit alcohol is the go-to because that's what we know um but as you said it's not actually the the alcohol itself it is the ritual surrounding getting the alcohol so it might be you know going out to the shop so it might be going to the pub and sitting down and being in that atmosphere and um yeah like you said pouring the gin and tonic and putting your feet up it's all of that surrounding it not the specific thing that's in your glass yeah, which exactly. is so interesting um yeah and I would say experiment as you said there's yeah. so many different types of alcohol-free alternatives now so there's bound to be something that you yeah. like that can replace that
1: Drink at wine o'clock. Exactly. We even had uh, my friends and I even had during a lot of them were doing Dry January and during January we did have a little party where we just had non-alcoholic cocktails and, uh, um, you know they all actually thought they were quite they were quite good they were quite impressed with the (laughs) non-alcoholic alternatives. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of choice out there. So Mm.
0: yeah, yeah. And um, what about because we talked earlier about how now is a good time to be sober or not to drink, not purely because you can get, you know, an amazing alcohol-free gin and tonic, but um, simply because of the way things are in the world right now, which might sound, you know, like it shouldn't be a good time, but but it actually is.
1: And I think it's
0: similar to in the pandemic and lockdown a lot of people got amazing benefits from not drinking at a really difficult time
1: yeah 100% i think it's a really important point actually because it is societally again and culturally it, it is the go to so when things are tough and it feels stressful it, it is the go to is have a have a glass of something and that will mm. help but actually we forget that alcohol is a natural depressant and you know yeah. the impact that it has generally when you're already reading about the terrible things that are going on in the world right now mm. having a drink is not going to help you it's, it's going to have the opposite effect and you know not drinking is it's had such a positive impact on my personal resilience and mm-hmm. my mindset and my stress levels generally and I think you're just more much better equipped to deal with yeah. um, negativity, stressful situations, um, and and all of the information that you're taking in from the press. You know, day to day, if you're reading the news, it's hard not to be impacted by what's going on. Mm. Um, but if you if you're drinking on top of that, it is just going to exacerbate the yeah. negativity, and it's going to exaggerate how. Bad you feel exactly yeah. so i I'd, I'd I'd probably say this is the best time to be sober because you can deal with this kind of stress and negativity in a much more positive way to mm. protect your own well being and potentially be able to support other people more in that process as well,
0: yeah exactly um I found that when I stopped drinking. We went through probably the worst periods of our lives when we stopped drinking, which was ironic because, you know, it's supposed to be better mm. when you don't drink. Um, but anyway, this thing came along and it was so difficult. Like it was probably the worst four or five months that I've ever experienced. And I actually don't know how I would have got through it had I been drinking Mm-hmm. which is totally the opposite of what I would have thought to be true before I yeah. stopped. Um, because I think you're just better able to cope with everything because you're clear headed, obviously um, you've slept well or better. Um, you've got all your faculties about you. And I think you can yeah. make better decisions when you're not fogged up with alcohol yeah. and alcohol I think can make everything more dramatic than it needs to be or than it already is but if you take away the drama then you can tackle these things a lot more um yeah with a lot more clarity
1: absolutely you're from a sort of neuroscience perspective you're much more likely to come from a place of emotional response when you're you know Mm. full of alcohol versus a ra- more rational logical response if you're not drinking so yeah, yeah you're 100 spot on there um so yeah i think it's 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 surprising and as you say i think it was the go-to and i think if you do drink in those kind of times it, it's very easy for it to be a downward negative spiral into mm-hmm. a very self-destructive path and yeah um, obviously without alcohol you don't you don't have that kind of risk so yeah yeah I couldn't I couldn't talk about it more highly if you know if I tried <laughs> I think it, it's yeah now dealing with any kind of um challenge or obstacle or anything that comes up I, I can't imagine doing that through with alcohol and kind of self-medicating mm. and numbing the, yes. the issue away it doesn't make anything it doesn't make it go away and as you say it doesn't help you deal with it in in a bad way either in fact it makes it worse
0: yeah because it's still there in the morning plus you've got a hangover on top of it to deal with as well yeah you feel really tired and not yeah. really fired up to deal with it. So, no, you yeah. don't. You don't. Um, so what has kind of worked for you then, Michelle, if you've ever had, I'm sure you have, because it's normal, <laughs> a bad day or a difficult situation? How do you cope with those challenges now that you're not drinking?
1: Um, well, I've always been active. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, for me, exercise is is a big one. Um, and that hasn't really changed in terms of, if I'd had a stressful day before I would you know go maybe go for a run or something like that which is really helpful um but I would come back from my run and then I'd still have the glass or something so yeah for me it's um I still go to to exercise whether that's jumping on the bike or going for a run or doing some weights or whatever it is I, I will always do that and that helps to process anything as well um mm-hmm. mentally and um just spending quality time with people so you know having a non-alcoholic drink and and having that still having that kind of evening where I put my work aside or put whatever it is aside and I focus just on being in the moment and you can be much more present with people if you're not drinking because you're a better listener you've not got all these other active thoughts going on in your mind whilst you're whilst you're listening to someone else you get, you can actually be more present I've I found um mm-hmm. and uh I guess the other thing is meditation so yeah. I I wasn't really into meditation much previously I tried it a little bit mm-hmm. um but it's definitely something I've got into over the last six to ten months and um I find that really that really helps with again just being present calming any anxiety um but I, fi- I feel like Those moments are few and far between now anyway. So my I'd say overall my stress levels are lower generally because Mm. I can deal with stuff as it comes up and and I'm more resilient to deal with um, challenges and obstacles in the moment because of not drinking, because I've got better energy, I'm clear headed. Yeah, not got that brain fog that you have with alcohol. Mm. You can string a sentence together and you know, process (laughs) things really effectively um whereas with alcohol it wasn't like that it was very much foggy mm. brain and um delaying dealing with things putting things off and yeah. that obviously then makes things worse so yeah. i say yeah the way that I would deal with stuff is generally um exercise meditation and and just being in the moment and talking to mm. to people that I, that I need to talk to to process things as I say it's
0: definitely few few and far between those moments now. Yeah it's so interesting that you are better equipped to cope with them when they do come but simply because we're not drinking then life just seems to be on more of an even keel. Um, I don't know about you but when I was drinking it my life seemed quite chaotic it was very up and down and all over the place and everything was a drama. if something happened now that I thought in the past was you know a disaster
1: it's actually not
0: no it's not not at all
1: yeah definitely it's definitely and being on a more even keel is is a great way to um describe it and um as I mentioned at the start I think you know just having more patience and Mm. um ability to be in the moment and it just makes your experience of life very different and yeah. um, more positive in the main so as i said my my relationship with my kids is better i'm mm. much more patient and with them when i'm with them I'm, I'm i'm there with them i'm not distracted i'm not thinking about a million other things i'm actually yeah. there for them so yeah i'd say overall the quality of my life has definitely improved since giving up alcohol and i can't see anything that would make me want to go back to drinking yeah. really because it's like why would i what what would it give me literally exactly at, you know absolutely nothing
0: mm. so yeah. yeah wow so if anyone's listening to this feeling inspired which i'm sure they will be um what advice would you give to them if they are thinking that oh gosh this sounds amazing but i'm just not quite sure how to
1: start what would you I'd say start. um I'd say p- people put a lot of pressure on themselves and um mm. I think people overthink things as well yeah. so I'd say to give it a go like don't overthink it try try it and don't put pressure on yourself to give up for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. um because you know as I did I as I said it was going to be for six months and then I've just continued I think it's really a case of just seeing what happens. Treat, yeah. treat it as a little experiment, and find something that works for you. So for me, the the, the Ellen Carr book was really good because it was a mindset shift that I needed. Mm-hmm. Other people have different ways of, of of dealing with this, but yeah, if you if you think about it not as giving something up, but as trying something new, yeah. it's just a slight shift in the mindset, but it's it makes a big difference. It's just a really helpful reframe um that it, that you're not going to be giving giving up something and missing out on something you're yeah. actually going to be discovering something completely different which is a whole new experience and it's so much better um on the other side so mm-hmm. yeah so don't overthink it give it a go and don't put, don't be too hard on yourself so give it a try and and you might be surprised what happens <laughs>
0: Yeah, you will. Oh, wow. Thanks, Michelle. That was so inspiring and insightful. And I'm sure that everybody's going to get so much goodness from listening to your experiences. So thank you so much for coming in and sharing it with us today.
1: Oh, thanks, Gail. Thanks very much for having me here today. I've really enjoyed talking with you today. So,
0: my pleasure. And here's to many more months of being a happy non drinker.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
0: Great.